But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily, coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. It is a packed house. We got Nick behind the glass. We got Madison Palumbo with a live mic, just in case, you know, we need her expertise on anything like that. We got a packed house here, a packed show. Uh, We thank you guys for joining us today and every day as we bring in more and more technology. Hey, look, we have a Jumbotron. So see, it's all cool. Artie has provided us with more guidance yesterday uh, as far as uh, just kind of running the show and, and, and running some graphics and we're excited about that because I was what? It's What's cool. Wrong? Oh, <laughs> I was like, what are you pointing at? So yes, yeah, so that's the uh, Chop Sports Tron. Uh, we'll call that. A uh, lot of things to get into today, but first and foremost, if you want to support Chop Sports, do so by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash Chop Sports. That is the way to uh, support the show and support the brand and, and represent the brand and just tell everybody that you're one of the, I don't know, angel investors at this point. $3, $5, $10 increments. Uh, the $10 stuff, the Dynasty members will be getting brand new content coming at the end of this summer, uh, heading into the football season. Very, very excited to finally talk some football today because that's where we're at in, in the world right now. It's, yeah. It's dog days, Even bro. if you look at all the major sports publications, they're kind of just doing their own. They're having their, their writers do their own little lists, and we're just going to piggyback off of some of these lists throughout the coming weeks. And today is our first day we foray into fantasy football rankings. Thank God. Bro, ESPN dropped their first mock, which we're going to break down. This was all the way back on May 6th that I've been looking at this and kind of basing things and where people are going to go, getting my ADPs down. But now it's finally time for us to talk about it because, as I mentioned to you, I was in Walgreens the other day. I look left, and I see Jonathan Taylor staring at me, so it's time to buy your fantasy football magazines, and it's fu- it's fantasy season. That's it. It is. Baseball it is. is now the only sport that I care about that's going on, but it's hard to grind on baseball. It's, yeah, I mean, you can only talk about the Yankees so many times uh, over and over and over again. And, and listen, I have no problem talking about the Yankees winning. That's fun to me. Uh, but anyway, if you're watching this video on YouTube, which we encourage, if you're on Facebook right now, please head on over to YouTube and watch us over there. Uh, we usually just use the Facebook as like a catalyst to let you know that we're live and we expect you to just jump on over to YouTube. So that helps us out uh, tremendously, counts towards the view count and all that stuff. Uh, so we want to thank you guys for doing that. Like the video, please. I can't say that enough, stress that enough. It helps us out. Helps the algorithm, helps us get searched out like last Thursday's show, which now is over 2,000 people have watched that show. And I just, I don't know why. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what exactly what we did to trip that algorithm. But you know what? I can't complain. Um, uh, I'm not going to read that comment right off the rip, but I will get into it because I know it's got something to do with Zeke Elliott. I uh, saw, saw that right away. So in any event, there is plenty of things to get into. Uh, so, yeah, let's chop it up and start this bad boy off. We talk about we start with um, some Yankee baseball. It's just, just a little bit. Oh, before we get into that, I'm sorry. Dat chat. 500 members are in there. Please get over there and check that out. Also. Uh, check out the Hater Fantasy Sports Facebook group, which I'm an admin on. So everything that you've been seeing on there, most of it is from me so far. It's usually just, you know, talking about the, the show itself. Today would be a great time to do some Hater Fantasy talk because as good as some players are, some players are also going to fall down the ranks on their daily fantasy, uh, which Hater is it's, uh, it's low to, score it's, wins. It's going to be tough to incorporate with like what we're doing today is a mock. So we're only going to break There's down always the first five rounds. But ideally, you're not going to be picking any of the guys in your hater fantasy league that we're going to be talking about today because it just doesn't work that way. All right, well, we'll figure it out. But anyway, uh, Dat Chat, Hater Fantasy Sports. Also, wow, before I even forget this, I don't know, maybe I'm just I'm rolling off a little bit off the cuff here because I'm trying to do a couple things at once. We'll take away that for a second because we want to talk about this Sunday, June the 26th, going down at 1 o'clock. To 6 o'clock, we have ourselves the very first annual Chop Sports Barbecue. We expect a big crowd. We're expecting in the triple digs um, range. Uh, yesterday, we came up with the idea to probably get about 10 cases of beer, minus one for me. So that's like nine cases of beer. So you know, I, I plan on at least polishing off, uh, I don't know, 10 to 12. The weather is looking dozen. a little hot. Weather is looking 92. at 90 degrees. Uh, but and sunny, the rain, but yeah, sunny. The, the rain went away. The rain did As go of now, away. so we look like we're going to, ha- it's on. Madison, no rain I have meeting. to ask you, bring that mic down real quick. Uh, are you going to be indulging in adult beverages? Tequila. 
Oh boy. Okay. So now, now it's a party. Now it's a party, folks. Uh, Madison's going in on tequila. Um, so we're expecting a nice crowd over there. Be sure. What's up? Nothing, Dave. You can't do that. I can't. No, you can't. No, I can't. Mm -mm, you're gonna no. have to. You're you can't do that. You can't triple stamp something. That's because I need to see something. I don't need to explain every move. It's like if I was like, you'd be like, "What are you talking about?" Well, like, well, if I wanted everybody I'm, to know, I'm then a perfectionist. I would fucking say it I'm a perfectionist. I want to make sure things are going well. I okay. I think it'll be. I think it'll be perfect. <laughs> it'll be. It will make it perfect if you. If I looked over, I was just trying to get the the button that I'm gonna hit later. Do I have to explain it now? I'm no, no, don't, 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 don't. I'm not hitting it now. No, uh, what? Come on. Ruined it. Damn it. All right. Anyway, we're still talking about the party. So yes. anyway, Chop Sports Barbecue. We got some games going on. There's going to be fun for the kids. Now I sound like a Jimmy Palumbo advertisement. Uh, but anyway, there is going to be some, what did you say? We want to get some water guns? <laughs> yeah, a little, a little super soaker action, water balloons, something that the kids could do. We'll figure all that out. But yeah, it's going to be a good time. Beer, food, nice weather, good people. You can't, you can't go wrong. Can't miss. Can't miss. So we're excited about that. It goes down on Sunday. Uh, so be sure to get your tickets. No, I'm kidding. Do yourself a favor. Please email. The email has compiled, and Ashley's done a wonderful job compiling a nice list for us. Um, so it's 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 climbing. So if you want to get involved with the Chop Sports Barbecue, please be sure. The email's listed on the thing right there, chopsports.events at gmail.com, to let us know how many people. Uh, oh, wow. What a great idea. Ashley's coming in with a banger idea. A mini pool. Oh my God, 92 degrees? Dude. Yeah, well, how are we going to fill it? You you told me there's a bathroom right there. So some buckets? We have the buckets already because we're going to be doing there, the pong. But, but here's the thing. It's like a, it's not a drop sink. You can't put buckets in the bathroom sink at Merrill Park. So we're going to have to either rig it so there's like a hose going out of the sink. I don't know, but that was a banger idea. It is a good right. idea. And I'm, I'm thinking about ways that we're even going to get water there for the, the spackle bucket pong or whatever the fuck we're calling that. <laughs> Not sure what we're calling it, but it's beer pong with a buckets and tennis. Balls. Okay, so what are we calling it? Tennis pong. That's no? what I wrote down on the list, but I'm looking at it and I'm feeling uncomfortable you about just, it. You could just call it pong because it's it's just that pong, dynamite drop in there. It's not. It's actually <laughs> like it's like beer tennis instead of beer pong because the pong is taken out of it. So beer tennis beer yeah, all right fine beer tennis let's go with that um so anyway a lot of stuff going on we're excited about that now we can start talking some sports i did want to get the plug skis out the if way there is a will there is a way if we want to pool there it's we called can, big we can pong. make it happen what is it called big pong big pong according to go. aj basco big pong, big <laughs> that, pong kind of, that, that was uh, that was good well hold on Dave's getting. I'm getting. I'm gonna. I'm happy with I'm gonna slide the uh, the roadcaster <laughs> on my side. Anyway, uh, you uncultured swine. Well, good morning to you, AJ. I hope you slept well. Um, but anyway, so I can't tell. Can't tell if uh, Kyle's trolling me with the spackle ball comment or if he's agreeing that it's called spackle. Ball. I think that's hilarious if it was spackle ball. To be honest with you, I mean, you use those buckets for spackle. So, yeah, why not? Whatever it's called, we're playing it. We're playing that. We're playing QB54. We're playing uh, some bags. Or I keep calling them bags. Cornhole. Speaking of cornhole, cornholelevel.com. I also want to give a shout-out to all the people that have contributed already. You guys rock. Um, you're making our lives a lot easier as far as uh, taking care of some of these um, expenses that come along with trying to throw a party. So, yeah, I like spackle ball too, Kyle. Let's go let's go spackle ball it is. All right, so... Here we go. Yankees. They lost a baseball game yesterday. I know it doesn't happen often, but they're 50 and 18 now. Um, and yesterday's game, again, Nestor not always have doesn't always have it. I mean, clear. We got a note. Would you like to? Um, okay. Thank you. It's from the producer's chair. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we have uh, what you call the Yankees. So they lost the game. Obviously, stinks. They don't do it often. Uh, we we mentioned it yesterday. Like, can they sustain this kind of momentum pretty much the entire year? They're already halfway mark of, of getting to 100 wins. We're not at the All-Star break yet. So they're playing well. They they, they kind of shit the bed yesterday. Uh, Judge was out of the lineup, but that's the bigger topic of this Yankee stuff is that Judge's arbitration hearing got moved to Friday. So that's now moved twice. So... What's the holdup? I have some questions. Well, the holdup, I, I, maybe the lawyer, maybe the, the mitigator, litigator, whatever they call these people, couldn't show up. Maybe Judge has some medical issue. That's why they held him out of the lineup. Does Judge have to be present? No, he, hasn't had a, he hasn't had an off day in, like, forever. I'm, I'm very unsure in how they treat these arbitration meetings or hearings during the season. I thought that they were always an off-season thing, but obviously with the work stoppage, maybe that didn't allow for the arbitration hearings to Quite take possibly. place. Because what are they basing it on? I don't know that they're allowed to base it on this season. 
you were talking that you read some analytics or some articles that were analyzing and breaking it down that they were able to factor in what he's doing this year. It's if just, they are, how could the Yankees even argue? They might as well just not show up. Right. It, it's just a, a matter of, of how cheap can this team get? Because it's like, I know it's arbitration. So one guy, the arbiter, is going to make that decision, right? He's going to be like, all right, That's this is what, what we're going to do. What? That's what they're called. Yes, arbiter. Um, he's going to make the decision ultimately. So like the Yankees came in at 17, Judge and his his company, his his brand, his people came in at 21. Why can't we just settle on 19? <laughs> like happy because medium Judge here. wants 21. Well, that's the thing. Somebody's going to win. And somebody's going to lose. So if the Yankees lose arbitration, they will have to pay Judge $21 million, which goes back to they, back pay they can of what tie. No, they can't tie. Well, they can tie if they split the difference, then it's a tie. That's the way I'll consider well, there's it no, a tie. No, but I'm saying there's no tie allowed is what I'm saying. One but, has to win. But, but they're not going to – it's not – it's not going to be the reason why it isn't just a win loss because it's not either either seventeen or twenty one. Like the arbiter can decide on a middle number. I don't so, think that's the case. I don't think that's how it works. To be honest with you, do you I'm not just, think? No, no, no. I'm just I'm based off of everything that I heard yesterday in a long drawn out conversation. It's that there's a Yankee side, a judge side, and the arbiter who favors one of the sides. Not like all right, this is what I'm going to deal. Like he has he or she, whoever the arbiter is, has no bearing on the contract number. It's like. Should the Yankees win their case or should Judge win theirs? It's not a middle ground. If the Yankees wanted to say, hey, listen, let's avoid arbitration. I we'll mean, give you 19. I, I, that's another story. I'm not positive. I think that we need some clarification because I do think that I've seen situations where it was, he was in a, awarded this amount and it wasn't the dollar amount that he was seeking, but it was still a win because it did. he didn't get the 21. We'll just use Judge's numbers. Mm -hmm. And they gave him 20. So he's $3 million over what the Yankees wanted to give him. But he I guess if it's on his, his side, 21, his side of you know? 21. Like, but, but in this case, I, I see if what they you split mean. the difference and they made it 19, and they were like, look, you guys both make an intriguing point. Right. You know, rather than have you lose or you lose, we're just going to say we're going to go 19 and okay. we're going to call it even. Okay. That would be a tie, quote unquote. But I agree with, I know what you're saying where it's like, I guess Judge would be the winner. We'll see. Yeah, I guess we'll see. If, if he gets anything more than 17. The reason why Judge's offer was so bad is because even in the first year of that offer, they were offering him 17. I got a, I got a question for you, though. Do you understand? Uh, yeah, no, I know. It's, it's a slap in the face right now. Like, because look, compared to what other people term, are making is ridiculous. But we're going to give you the low number, and we're going to skip the arbitration process, but in this year, you're going to get paid the lowest number possible. Meanwhile, he's tearing the cover off the ball. Yeah. But my, my question to you is, and I guess Yankee fans around the world and anybody watching this show right now, uh, either now or later on, you're catching up. Like, this judge deal, right? This is going to be what I hear that he's seeking is eight years. So right now, that would pay him till he's 38 years old. Now, the other main Yankees on the roster right now, like your Garrett Coles, like your DJ LeMahieu, right? Other than him, those two guys are getting paid up until they're 37, 38. So why wouldn't you just say, you know what? Aaron Judge, you're way better value than DJ LeMayu right now. You're way better value than Garrett Cole right now. You're younger than all two of those guys, right? You, you Different position or whatever. I understand that. But I'm saying, like, what I mean is if they gave those kinds of numbers to older players, what is the holdup? Because I think what happens is I think the Yankees only want to go to, like, six and pay him until he's, like, well, 36. Well, I don't think he's going to get eight years from anybody. I think and the Yankees does, are going to have to is if what I'm saying. If he, well, they wouldn't have had to if they would have just gave him the, the proper dollar amount early because it wasn't about the years when he turned it down. And obviously now you know the agent's going to come at him with this hard number. Eight years is a is a really big number for a guy of judge's size, and that's what you have to factor in. The health, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. When judge is 38... LeMahieu didn't sign an eight-year deal to pay him till he was 38. He signed it when he was already 35, 34 years old. So Correct. you already saw the, the talent translate into his mid-30s at that point. There is worry that this How many years do the Yankees have LeMahieu for? Two more, two more years after this. He's already 34. I believe he's all he's, he's paid until he's like 36, 37 yeah. years old. So that's what I'm saying. Like, but still, if Judge if Judge is the guy, if that if Judge is the guy, there who everybody you know, marketing wise, you're about to slap the C on him. Like you're about to, you got the judges' chambers, you got the highest selling jersey in in baseball right now. He's the face of baseball, or at least one of the faces of baseball. Like, what is what is the actual concern that the Yankees have? Are they concerned that this can turn out like a, a Robinson Cano thing where all of a sudden like, hey, Seattle comes in, in the, at midnight and says, we're going to give you all of this money and you he skips me, town. Show, show me, me a team that can outbid show me the Yankees. A show me a contract in the last 15 years in Major League Baseball that was a 10-year deal 
where where the player wasn't holding the team hostage in the last three years. It happened. And they mentioned CC Sabathia, which was a bad like now. How many? How many of, of those? Rough. Now, for comparison, we're not going to even call it a ten year deal because Judge isn't getting ten years. No. He's already over thirty. Correct. So these guys that are signing ten year deals, they were in their twenties, twenties right. at the time. So. It's the equivalent of a 10-year deal for Judge because now he's that loses those two years. So understanding the service time, blah, blah, Scoop blah. Scoop says Scott DJ for four more, by the way. So they got, wow, that's, that's he's, a He signed time. a five-year, $100 million extension right. uh, last But he's year. not. he didn't sign a five-year, $270 million no. extension. No. So it's a big no. difference given $20 million Judge is going to get $300 million somewhere north of. No, I agree. You know, it's just. Maybe know, not $300. If he's, if he's, I'll, if it's, I'll put money on that. That if judge gets three hundred or more. If it's a six-year deal, he's not getting three hundred mil. Well, no, of course not, because that would be like forty million dollars. I don't a year. think he's going to get more than six. I maybe seven. Telling you, I think maybe. that's the breaking point. Maybe. That this this contract right here is supposed to set judge Show up for the rest of his life. In baseball, and we could obviously you have to be a stud to even get considered for a ten-year deal, right? There was a Rod's contract, kind of. He did play well through ten years, but when he signed, he came into the league when he was eighteen. So when you're signing your first deal, A-Rod was still under 27. Right. right? Um, Pujols, 10-year massive deal with, with the Angels. What happened? When Pujols he fell off. didn't make a po- the postseason once. He fell off. Uh, Janine Machat coming in right now saying if he gets a championship, it's worth it. The last couple of years won't matter. I'm 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 all for it, but I think that was the CC Sabathia I'm all reference. for it. I'm not sitting here saying that I I don't give a shit if the Yankees sign Judge to a 20 year deal. That's zero bearing on me. Sign him, but I just understand that if they're going to play the at some point or another, and understanding how the luxury tax works, the Yankees are now in year one of going over the luxury tax. In four years, they're going to be looking to get underneath the luxury tax. Otherwise, they're going to be paying 70 million dollars a year to nobody. It's going to be going to the other team so they could have a nice wedding for their daughter. It's not going to go into improving baseball one bit. It's another story altogether. But it's just they can't give them a 10-year deal because then they're never going to be able to get under the – or an 8-year deal. They're never going to get under the luxury tax. And then you know how it works exponentially. Yeah. You're going to be paying 80% or 90% of what your what your salary going over is. Yeah. Well, if anybody we'll understood that, I'll uh, give you a buck. The next chat – are you Jimmy Shout now? Jimmy. Oh, my God. Um the next chapter of the judge stuff goes down Friday. So we'll fi- figure out which way the arbiter takes this thing. And then we'll go and move on from there. But again, there's a strong to quite strong possibility that judge walks. And, and this is the Yankees' fault. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, moving on. So Deshaun Watson, little drama, a little more drama. Uh, I, nobody really wants to talk about Deshaun Watson anymore, more than I do. Trust me. I'm, I'm over this clown. Less, However, less than you that's do. what I meant. Um, I'm over this clown. So um, right now, t- 24 civil cases were originally out there. 20 have been settled, meaning there are still four that are going to court, trial, whatever the hell happens right now my question is this and this is not trying to stir the pot in any way shape or form uh in this regard the judge that's been appointed to sentence not sentence but give the penalty to deshaun watson for the nfl season is a female do you think that has any bearing on the length and extreme circumstances that this can if it's a like this i think this matters I, and I'm not like I said. I'm not trying to tread on those waters, but it matters. I don't. If think a female's out there knowing that you did this to all these females, what makes you think that this extreme penalty will not be less than one year's? It's time? not going to be less than one year, and I don't think that there's any. I don't think it has any bearing for two re- for two reasons. One, okay. one is that show me a male that's not disgusted by what Deshaun Watson's accused of. Right, so it's not like there's like, oh, this she's going to be harder on it than the guy. Would. Well aware of a that. A judge is a judge, and if it's a good judge, then it shouldn't matter. You shouldn't factor anything in. It should just be completely I, by the and law. I, and I agree with that. And I, if I, that's what we're going to give the benefit of the doubt to the judge being a good judge, it shouldn't matter. But it doesn't matter. He's going to get a year. It could be my niece that could be the judge, <laughs> and he would still get a year. It could also be my nephew. Ah. He'd still get a he'd still get a year. So <laughs> okay. guy, girl, it doesn't matter. So we'll see. That decision supposedly will be coming within the next two weeks uh, to let the Browns know and let the Texans know. And like the Texans are going to also be on not on the hook per se, but 
they're already linked for the whole NDA thing, right? So they're they're involved too. So they're waiting for this decision as well. They don't want to lose any draft picks, especially the ones they just got <laughs> for Watson. You know what I mean? So this whole double-edged sword can actually happen. I don't think the Texans are at risk to get in any trouble whatsoever. Okay, we'll see. Um, moving on, the New York Rangers back in the news uh, because – why not? Uh, the NHL Stanley playoffs are moving on. Game three is tonight. I'm sorry. Game four is tonight uh, between the Lightning and the Avalanche. But more importantly, our boy, Shesty, Igor, Shesterkin, gets himself the Venza. I'm very excited about that. I'm very happy about that. He is now listed as the best goalie in hockey. The drama, however, Nick, you can chime in on this one, um, is at MVP where Austin Matthews got the hardware no Connor McDavid? That's not a thing? Like, how do, how do we break that down? So, you pretty much break that down by, um, <clears throat> you know, Austin Matthews finished the regular season with 60 goals, 46 assists, 106 points, and finished the playoffs with seven games played, four goals, five assists, nine points. So, mm. that's... Question. Yes. Is hockey, like, they factor in the postseason? No. I'm just reading off his right. stats for the the whole year as a, I just as did. A I legitimately no, they do not. No, no, no major sport does that. No, but um, so I mean, Austin Matthews did also come home with the Rocket Richard Trophy, which is the most goal scored in the regular season. So he did get that, but it's. I think it all comes down to his the goal scoring ability that he has over McDavid. Because when you look at McDavid's stats, McDavid. I mean, granted, this is still a gross stat. Put away 44 goals, had 79 assists, and had 123 points. <laughs> he funded <it> crickets. <laughs> so, I mean, no offense to you. You're, you're spitting what I need you to spit. It was more or less like a, a my thing. I had to deliver that. That was what I was Thank looking you. for, people, when Dave was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, well, uh, anyway. All right, so, so in any event. Nick, my, my apologies, buddy. Could, okay. Couldn't pass up the opportunity for a joke. <laughs> got Kyle. I got to laugh at a Kyle. Right, all right, look. When I when I throw you up the lob like that, you got to slam it home, right? <laughs> there you go, buddy. He's a team player. So, um, But no, honestly, the two McDavid and Matthews were going back and forth. McDavid obviously has more points. I mean, hell, he put up 123 points throughout hell the Hell yeah, season. hell yeah. That you, you can't really <laughs> love that button. You can't really replicate that all uh -huh. the time. And the fact that he's put up over 100 points the last few years mm -hmm. is insane. But I think it really just comes down to also Matthews had more goals and That's it. was a little bit had, was a, had a little bit more of an edge on that. <laughs> He's got his finger hovering around the button again. Anyway, so that goes down. Uh, oh, Igor, so funny. beautiful head of hair, by the way. Uh, he let it all flow last night. Uh, Igor wins the Venza. Very excited about that. Uh, quick on Mike Tomlin. Went on a podcast yesterday. Uh, the, the, the question of bringing back an Antonio Brown to the Steelers was brought up, and he said, quote, y'all know that ain't happening. <laughs> but very, like, very, put some oomph on it. And uh, so my question to you, before we move on to everything else, is A.B. done in football? Do you think this guy ever plays again? I don't think so either. I, I think we're I at the time. We're at the point now where it's like, I, I don't know if if he plays again. And and it's crazy to say that based off his age and skill set and everything like that. But the drama and the bullshit that this guy's possessed. And I don't think, I think it's over. I don't think there's anybody desperate enough that thinks that a guy like A.B. coming in with the ego that he has and the, just the... He, he's very toxic, potentially, for a locker room. Tom Brady couldn't keep him in line. Who who in the NFL is going to keep him in line? Nobody. Nobody. He's Obviously, you look at A.B.'s numbers, he's one of the best receivers that I've ever seen play. I When you look back, you don't realize the run that A.B. put together in Pittsburgh. Bro, when he for, was a Steeler, like it, it was impossible to defend. I'm talking about, like, Jerry Rice pace. Yeah. And I think A.B. is still talented enough to be able to put up crazy numbers in the league, but he's just a loose cannon. Absolute nut job. So no, so no, uh, no more. Um, what you call? No more. But AB. I, no I more. Would, AB. I'll tell you this: if if Antonio Brown had a podcast, which he might at this point, I'll listen. I'll I'll hundred percent listen. Yeah, I, honestly, I, mean, I think everybody would listen just to see what the because no, right, don't it's know, like must see television because you just never know what's going to come out of this yeah, guy's he's mouth. The biggest wild card because nobody knows what. It's going like, on. It's actually head. secondhand embarrassment. It's painful to listen to him talk sometimes. It's very, but it's very entertaining yeah. at the same time. So, <laughs> anyway, all right. Um, also, so obviously, I want to bring up some of our wonderful sponsors, ladies and gentlemen. Are you kidding? I had it and I forgot it. Son of a bitch. Anyway, 
No, it's not there. Anyway, that's our boy Michael Fusco over at the Fusco Insurance Agency. I had the paper. It's probably literally sitting right next to the coffee maker because I made a coffee right before the show. So it's probably sitting there. Madison, you want to grab it for me? That'd be wonderful. <laughs> it's probably not there. I, it's probably not there. A piece of paper, make a left. So if there you were worried is. about your credit, blah, blah. Uh, right? I mean, don't say blah, blah. It's our well, boy, I don't Michael know, Fusco. I don't know what I'm do the right read now. is. Thank so you so much. Giving you, Look at that smooth transition, by the way. Air. Finger rolled it. You guys worried about if you're running out of money in retirement or how you'll pay for long-term health care? Will your family be okay? That's the main question here. Stop worrying. Start planning. A comprehensive retirement plan gives you security for a greater control over your money. Michael Fusco can help. As president of Fusco Insurance Agency, Michael can work with you to create a comprehensive retirement plan. He'll explore using life insurance and annuities to help you build a more secure future so you can worry a little bit less now call 718-701-5787 to schedule your complimentary consultation that's 718-701-5787 guarantees and protections are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company some insurance policies are not available in all states ladies and gentlemen and now of course gooch has something from manscaped with marty the manscaped martian that guy. is right Ladies and gentlemen, head on over to manscaped.com. Use the promo code SHOPSPORTS to receive 20% off the entire order plus free shipping worldwide. They're introducing the Platinum Package 4.0, and it comes equipped with... All the stuff. All the goods you need. So it's the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, the lawnmower 4.0, with equipped with the 400K LED light for the dark underbelly of men. You have the Ultra Premium Body Wash, Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo Plus Conditioner, ah. Ultra Premium Deodorant, Crop Preserver Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviving Ball Spray Toner, Anti-Chafing Boxers, and the Shed Travel Bag to hold all your goods. I'm not talking about your nuts. I'm talking about your, your shavers. This is awesome. and your, yeah, so... Exfoliate, wash, make sure you're good to go. You get like really yeah. all that's missing is like the person. Everything is there. You need just all you need is one person that comes with all this to shit. All right, I'm gonna go <laughs> back to the uh, back to the contents of the performance package or the platinum package 4.0. Head on over to manscaped.com. Use a promo code Shop Sports. Do the damn thing. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. All right, so I really now. want to do a recording, like, at one point, so what do we mean? could, like, oh, insert, insert Yeah, we can do that. No, but th there's so much better when it's, like, authentic. So anyway, we're bringing up Mr. Rob Gronkowski, ladies and gentlemen. There is a retirement once again and what you're seeing here is some highlights from the super bowl so don't be alarmed it's actually happening all right so rob gronkowski leaves again right so he retires for the second time is it permanent this time i have no idea um is it really it do you all right, need gun to your head right rob gronkowski retired he'll never play football again yes no he'll never play again i don't think oh the gun goes back into the holster yeah okay. uh, because Why, so you think he's gonna not play either uh yeah, yeah. i don't think i, I think he's yeah, done I this think, time um He's been busy these days doing all these annoying ass fucking commercials. Have you seen a Gronk commercial that's good? Like, but I think them? that's the shtick. I at this understand point, that he's just a cornball. It's it's rough, but Gronk is making a lot of money not playing football. There's no reason to put his, himself through that. I watched Gronk Gronk like collapse along broken ribs last year. There's no need for the guy that's accomplished what he's accomplished. It's not like he's not allowed to get touched out there like Tom or any other quarterback for that matter. I'm not just taking shots at Brady. Yes, he is. I'm really not. <laughs> Quarterbacks could play a lot longer. A tight end is asked to do a lot out there. And yeah, I understand mean, they didn't really ask him to block all that much last year, but it's because his health was an issue. So his health is an issue. He's got how many rings? Four, three? He's got a bunch. He's got a bunch of rings. There's no reason for him to do this anymore. For, for references, uh, Gronk plays now officially 11 years. Uh, 621 catches was the 10th all-time on the tight ends list. Um, 92 touchdowns, which is third all time on tight ends and 9,286 yards, which is fifth. 
Uh, fantasy rankings wise, uh, according to what I read before, uh, only Tony Gonzalez, Jason Witten, Antonio Gates, and Shannon Sharp scored more points all time as a tight end than Gronk. Gronk finishes above a guy like Jimmy Graham, uh, uh, Olsen, Kelsey, uh, Ozzie Newsom, and then um, Vernon Davis as well. He's got all the Super Bowls. Um, the, he kind of moonwalks into Canton. Yes. Yeah, he's okay. sure. 100%. Yeah, Surefire, I, I would say probably first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, um, but I don't think he's the greatest tight end of all time. Well, I was going to ask you. Uh, well, I think yesterday or two days ago when we were going over like the goat of like each team, we talked about Tony Gonzalez. Like he's obviously not as good as Gonzalez. I mean, that's that goes without saying, right? Um, he's also not as good as I think Antonio Gates, another crazy good athletic tight end. I put him in the ranks of a Jason Witten type, but Witten lost a step very quick. Uh, but he was a, a target machine. He was a uh, not much of a yak guy, but but Gronk was. That's why I might, I might even give I the nod Gronk, to Gronk over yeah, Witten. Gronk, I think Gronk is like the equivalent of like Shaq to okay. tight ends, whereas a guy like Hakeem, people don't know really where to rank them. Shaq was just so dominant, but when they played each other, Hakeem seemed to got the better of him. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was he was on better teams, different points in his career. But nonetheless, uh, Gronk changed the game in a different way than a lot of other guys, whereas he could catch a six-yard out or go over the middle and just like knock four guys out on his way to the end zone. Gronk was a dynamic guy, but he couldn't stay healthy as much as some of the other guys. That's another thing. And the inconsistencies, I think, knock him down a peg. But really, we're splitting hairs when we get to the top five of tight end position. They're all great. I I don't want to – I think Witten has been great, but I think what Witten did lack was that dynamic playmaking ability. Sure. But he was just a super consistent third-down guy, which when you're talking about a tight end in the NFL, you're really not asking him to be a wide receiver – especially in the era that Witten started his career. Well, now it's a different story. Now you're looking at yeah. guys like Darren Waller and Travis Kelsey lining very up in the different, slot. Very you different, very different. So Witten was a guy that didn't have to come off the field ever, largely didn't miss many games. Shannon Sharp, to me, I think still is the one guy that you could – you see a little bit of Gronk, you see a little bit of Tony G. You could pretty much put him in any era, and he would have dominated. Like, Shannon Sharp would be a really, really good player right now. Not to say that the other guys wouldn't, but I just think the dynamic – all those other things involved. I know that you're not a fan of his. I just no, no, no. But That's Shannon not true. Sharp, I'm not a fan of his of his work of his on analytic, FS1. Yeah, but Shannon Sharp to me is the greatest tight end of all time. Really? I think you're putting you him at the goat status. Numbers even aside, over Tony G. I do. Yeah. I just, okay. I think what he brought to the table was a little bit different with his talking and everything else. He was a total package to me. All right. Well, again, uh, Gronk. The other question I have, uh, maybe you guys can all chime in on this one, Madison. What do you think Rob Gronkowski does next? What What is Rob Gronkowski going to do with his life? As she she's like, oh, the mic's up there. What, what's What's Rob Gronkowski going to do now? Now that football's over. I honestly don't know. Maybe he will. Talk sports like so every other as guy. As an analyst, yeah, I doubt it. He's I a think, buffoon. That's yeah, yeah. the problem. I think, he's like yeah. a I think he'll do guest appearances. He won't ever get a job as an analyst. We saw him go on Fox, and it was just like, oh my god, I can't listen to this guy. See, that's that's a thing though. He brings that comedic relief to. Yeah, but do you need that? Yeah, but that's you don't need it. You, Honestly, sometimes what you have with Gronk is going to be he'll come on the shows. He'll be like if there's a Tampa Patriots game, they'll invite him to the set, things like that. But they're not going to have Gronk. He's just too much of a loose cannon when we're talking about national TV. Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, maybe a return to, to the WWE it. You're going to see Gronk do a little bit of everything. He'll be like a Pat McAfee that doesn't have He doesn't show. have to get the gab, though. You know That's what, I mean? what I'm saying. It's very he, he, hard. But he'll do a little bit of this. He'll be in the WWE. You know where he belongs? I'll tell you where he's going to go. Where? Ridiculousness. <laughs> no, he'll be yeah, he'll do like a reality. He'll be on Bravo or something. There'll be some weird sure, reality Rob TV Judek show with Gronk over there on it, at MTV. That's what I'm saying. Like MTV, by fit. the way, not a total sidebar, but like MTV. How bad is that network, by the way? Like, there's nothing left. It's just repeats of ridiculousness and Jersey Shore, and that's it. Crazy, yeah, crazy. Man. But anyway, so. Hats off to Rob Gronkowski again. We'll see if that actually lasts. Um, we both are in agreement that we think it's probably done. Um, and, and Scoop's coming and saying, going back to the WWE. I mean, look, that's that's the perfect place for him, right? I mean, if he really wants to train to be a wrestler or a personality over there, I'm sure they would take him with open arms or AEW or Impact or whatever. He can do whatever he wants. He's a free agent to be uh, in life. So, anyway, it is, it, it is time. It is it is so time, and it's so time to talk fantasy football, ladies and gentlemen. It is time. It is mock draft season. The mocks will start. Um, the mocks will begin 
literally, I mean, they they began in May, according to this ESPN article. I mean, there's mocks that are done literally, like, as soon as the season's over, people will start doing mock drafts. Now that we're in late June, going to be July, there are some crazy-ass uh, leagues out there that start their leagues in July, right? Which is just, again, asinine. And then there's August, and then before you know it, boom, you got yourself a regular season, and we're here. So ESPN put out a mock draft uh, in May, so early May. And this is what they had um, to do. And we got some comment coming in from Facebook. I think Gronk is coming back. He probably doesn't want to go to training camp and do that grind in Tampa. I mean, it's not a not a total play, you know, but whatever. I don't know. Um, in any event. So let's go to this mock draft, shall we? So the overall consensus number one pick this year, I mean, you, you said it too, uh, Gooch. You said when you were at the store, you looked to your right, and all of a sudden, who'd you see? Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan yeah. Taylor. So that's... It seems to me that Jonathan Taylor is the overall consensus, PPR, standard, whatever. He's the guy. Like, he's going to get the bulk of the carries, if not all the carries, in in, uh, in Indianapolis. With a now an older quarterback in Matt Ryan, he will be able to sling it. I think Matt Ryan has a great year with this. But I, th- I do think, based off the offensive line of what it's done and how it's been built, that the Colts will be a run-first team no matter what. That means volume, volume, volume for Mr. Taylor. He's the consensus overall number one. Um, join my PB, PPB league. Uh, AJ wants me to join something, but I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but maybe you can explain. Scoop saying, Taylor, carry me to the Chop Sports Championship. That's right. We had a, when I tell you this, Nick, do you play fantasy football? Yes. Okay. So we had a 16-team league, but two of them. Then we had the winners of the two 16-team leagues combine points to go play in a championship. We we're, we're not, we're not, we're not bragging. We're not, we're not bragging, bragging about this because it was fucking terrible. terrible. It was yeah. d- it was just horrible. Anyway, points per pass block. Oh, you're a piece of garbage. <laughs> so if that's the case, Zeke's an overall number one pick. Thank you very much. Uh, but anyway, into the real life of uh, fantasy oh, sports. Internet. What, you're no, getting I'm smoked good. over it's, there? Yeah, um, anyway, so... Anyway, uh, we're at number one is the overall consensus. I believe it's going to be uh, Mr. Jonathan Taylor. Then number two, I, I'm even like just dis- like I'm discrediting number two here. Because oh, I, this is not a this is not a good number two. And I'll, are, are you seeing say, the article too? Yeah, I haven't pulled them. Okay, so I the, don't agree with this because he has not stayed healthy. Yeah, for I, this one's, an entire season. This one's rough. It's and Christian McCaffrey last year. It's Christian McCaffrey right now, and he's listed as the overall consensus number two pick. He has not played a full season. He has not played, or maybe he has, but it just doesn't seem like he has. But I don't know about this. I feel like he falls. He'll probably still wind up in the top 10, Gooch, you would assume, or top 12, first round. But, like, I don't know about number yeah, I'm two. Yeah, not, I'm not even touching Christian McCaffrey one bit. I don't care if he's there in the second round. I'm still not taking him. I it's think- not to say that I don't think he has the ability to be the number one player overall. It's just I'm not taking that risk this early in fantasy football. It's not to say that if you lose your first pick, the season's over, because it's definitely not, but it is very, very damaging. You know, you're going to yeah. have some hole damage there. There's going to be some, like, deep waters that you got to climb out I'm of. Not, I'm not a, a McCaffrey guy. He's his, his usage is so high still over the last four years, and he hasn't played in two. So to give you an indicator, right. he said the two years that he did get the ball 400 times at his size, even in his face, he just looks a lot older to me now. I don't buy it. I don't and buy it either. The injury is imminent. We could all agree. It's on that unfortunate, one. but yeah, that seems to be the thing. Um, now, rounding out the top twelve, we'll just roll off anybody that kind of jumps off at the charts of you. So, look, what we'll do because there is a lot that I kind of want to go over and touch on a little bit here. What what, what I'll do is I'm just going to name off the rest of the first round, and this is a ten team draft, so we're going to do it by tens. Even though most why don't we go into leagues, just the next two of the next because round? Because then I'm going to have to do the next four of the next round and then the next six of the next. I just want to just, we'll do 10, 10, okay. 10, right? It'll be okay. easier that way. Um, at third, Austin Eckler. I don't disagree with this. I'm also not a big fan of his. <sighs> but oh, the situation that he's in right now, he's going to catch the ball a ton. He's going to get handed the ball a little bit less than your average uh, lead back. But the usage in the passing game makes up for that more, more than anything. Okay. And the offensive line, it might be the best in football this year. And okay. the quarterback. Okay. Um, number four, we got Cooper Cup. Number five, Derrick Henry. Number six, so Cu- Justin Are you cool Jefferson. with Cup being the first receiver? Yeah, I'm yeah. cool with him okay. being the first receiver. I'm not taking him first, still. Um, number seven, Najee Harris. Number eight, Jamar Chase. Number nine, Dalvin Cook. And number 10, Joe Mixon. I don't really disagree with any one player in the first round being in the first round, except for McCaffrey. You I think McCaffrey falls out of the first round? I personally yeah. don't think he's a first-round pick. 
I know that's not going to take place. He's going to go in the first round in every single league. It's just a matter of where. And I'm going to be glad that somebody else does it because it'll push somebody to me. Now, look, you're looking at that list of 10, right? Like, let's just say, I mean, I can't say, like, if you had the number one pick. No, like, who's your favorite out of that? Who do you think is going to break out of that top 10? So Jonathan Taylor is the clear-cut number one to me. And if I have the second pick this year, I'm going out on a limb and I'm taking Najee Harris. I don't think that it's really that big of a reach, seeing that he's going seventh here. I think Najee Harris has a very good chance to get the ball every single play this year. And he's 230. You're looking at the rest of the backs. They're 5'10", 210. He's a big boy. He's just a different breed. Yeah. And he's clearly the guy that they're going to give the ball to a lot. I watched him separate Jair Alexander's shoulder with his thigh <laughs> yeah. on, a, on a, <laughs> yeah, right. a tackle attempt. The guy's just a beast. They're going to use him a ton. Uh, the quarterback situation is up in the air, so he'll probably get a bunch of stacked boxes. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's going to matter because he could catch the ball and the size, the sheer size. Yeah, so I agree. All right, so that's that's one guy that you're, I do you're think that targeting. it's a little too receiver heavy in the I first think, round. Uh, yeah, because now just to not to cut you off there, but like yeah. running backs that fell out of the first round because of the receiver heavy is guys like Kamara, Javante Williams, Leonard Fournette. I feel like is a little ranked a little high here. DeAndre Swift. It's like very hard for me to get behind any Detroit Lion right now. It's just the, See, the way it me is. Me and you disagree wholeheartedly on that one. I think if there's a guy, yeah, but in Swift Detroit, was that that, that he was the guy last good. year too. And he and he didn't he didn't produce. Yeah, but he did. If you look at his games that he caught when he got healthy, he had a shoulder injury that was going on. But if you look at his, that's the problem. It's the injury risk. But you're gonna have that's inherent with every single back. That's really, really any of them. You know? Except Zeke, he don't get hurt. I mean, he plays hurt. And he, he plays sucks, hurt. And it's, yeah, not very beneficial. Um, <laughs> we're we're gonna talk about Zeke maybe in two or three days when we get to round ten. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> like that, right? That was good. That was good. I'll give you that one. Um, I think that Kamara's dropping out of the first round is understood because you're only going to get him for about week seven on, probably. I think it's. You think they're going to nail him? I think it's going to be six games. I mean, he knocked some dude out and beat him up really bad. It wasn't like. like the the, Some people forget. The details surrounding the Kamara situation are a little grim, at least to my understanding. I'm sure there's way more details that we all don't know about, but Kamara being dropped out of the first round is understandable. Hmm. And I just do think that with the offensive line. And their commitment to the run game and Dan Campbell, I think DeAndre Swift, if he does stay healthy, you could see him vault into the early first round. I think talent wise. Uh, I I like that. I really, really I mean you're a big you were a big advocate for this other guy uh last year and the oh. running game has not changed. Javante Williams is the guy this year. I, I think that this guy in year two is gonna have an incredible season. Uh, I don't like tipping my 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 hand too much. I'm in fantasy drafts all over the place. But Javante Williams is going to be a guy that I circle heavy on all of my draft boards. Yeah, I'm looking at. I like him I'm a lot this at, year. I'm looking at. Um, I'm not going to say it because I I hope I pick tenth this year. That's I'll just say that. I mean, what you're not giving away? Just speak. Who who are you looking at? Like Give I, it would, away. I would take <laughs> I would take Javante Williams. If I had the last the pick of the 10. first round, I'm, I'm, he's not getting passed. That's me. what I'm no saying. Like way. he might jump. And honestly, I could say the same thing possibly about DeAndre Swift. I wouldn't be bad. I would be very happy if I get the 12th pick and I get Swift and Javante Williams. They could both end up being top five picks going into next year. I like it. I like it. So now, when we look at like we keep going deeper and deeper. Like they got round two. They got Devonte Adams technically listed as the 11th overall pick. So if you're in a 12 team league. Devontae Adams and Stephon Diggs both still are drafted in the first round in normal leagues. In this, it's a 10-team league, so it's different. But do you agree with the Adams hype, considering he doesn't have Rodgers anymore? He does have Carr, and Carr is a very capable quarterback. I mean, Clearly I, not as talented yeah, as Rodgers. Devontae Adams, his body of work is, speaks for itself. I don't think it's going to matter. Even the games where Rodgers has been absent, Devontae Adams still managed to put up decent fantasy numbers in those games. Um, it is... A little telling that they finally did drop him below. And same thing with Tyreek Hill. I guess it's the new new faces in new places. But Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson are now getting their respect as top three receivers, which I think that... We've, changing, yeah, we made that determination last the year. Guard is, well, not really, because we're talking about Cooper Cup and Devontae as like really the one in 1A last year. So you're dropping uh, Devontae overall, not in so much fantasy in rankings, of, but like top five no, receivers no, in the no, league, you no, still no, think no, he's 1-2? No, 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 no. I, I think Devontae Adams is the best receiver in football. I still, But I do think that there's a chance Justin Jefferson... But now production-wise. Justin yeah. Jefferson, I think, is better than Cooper Cup. Ooh. Interesting. A little bit. All right. So now as we keep moving on with this mock draft, um, guys that you didn't mention at the back of the second round will be your Tyreek Hills with a, um, a new a quarterback. A more accurate 
Tua Tongwang Valoa. Tonga Vailoa. Well, it's not that hard. Say Giannis's name. Giannis Dedekopu. Obviously. All right. Anyway, uh, CD Lamb is one of the receivers that uh, stick out to me. Uh, he's being ranked above uh, guys like T. Higgins and a couple other receivers. Um, not many. Keenan Allen, like he falls in that category. We don't really know what to expect out of. I mean, from all everything you read, he's ready to be the next number one guy. I find in Dallas. it hard to believe that there's going to be nine receivers taken in the first twenty picks. No, but here's the thing: you ready for the back end of the three or the middle of the three guys that you, to me, are first round talent guys. Like if you really want to take a shot. And I believe somebody mentioned it in the chat. Nick Chubb coming in at 26th overall. Yeah. Chubb is a dog, bro. He's an absolute dog. And I think that he has the same success that he's had. And I know that the Kareem Hunt stuff scares people because, again, you know, you got to worry about splitting and you got to worry about, uh, you know, getting kind of, uh, what, what do they call it? Vultured? No. What do you call I it? I think when you, that this dread. What do you call it when it's, you know, they go inside the floor and they bring somebody else in? And the guy yeah, scores. Vultured. Vultured? Yeah, yeah, okay. So I said the right thing. Um, so anyway, yes. Nick Chubb being back here. Uh, David Montgomery, which you're an advocate for uh, as far as having a better year. Not so much. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I thought you I, said I've, it last week. I've been high on Montgomery, but going into this year, Chicago is just abysmal. Their offensive line sucks. Justin Fields is going to run the ball a lot more than you would like a quarterback to if you're owning David Montgomery because their run game is going to revolve around the the read option so half of the run plays are going to just be decided by justin fields what's he going to do at the line of scrimmage it definitely when you have a running quarterback i think it does take away from the ability to run the ball effectively in fantasy terms that's why if anything i'll bump jk dobbins down a notch too because i feel like that that he'll, he was a he'll get hurt a little bit by last that year well. boy I, th I think me you and aj were very still, heavy on i'm JK still dobbins. pretty high on dobbins if he didn't get hurt i think he would have had a really good year his he averaged six yards a carry had like 10 touchdowns in in his rookie year i want to talk about the quarterbacks for a second okay because it seems to me based off of this it seems to me that middle of the fourth round is when you can find in the 10 team draft it's the first pick in the fourth round but if i'm being real Looks like middle of the pack, fourth round, as you shift guys down. Josh Allen is the number one quarterback taken in the fourth. To me, and I know this is like going against most people out there, like get your running backs, get your quarter, uh, get your receivers, get all these skill position guys. To me, if you have a quarterback that is like top three in the league on your team, that's one position that you'll never, ever, ever have to worry about. For the remainder of the season, I don't care what running back you take in the first round. There are chances that that guy could be stuffed for a week or stuffed for two weeks. Quarterbacks, if you get the best of the best, I feel like your team is going to be successful no matter what. Like you're always in the running, like having like a like a top five pick in, in baseball, like Otani. You know, you're always going to get a big number stat of that of him, I'm whether here, he's pitching or not. I'm here to. I mean, like you're going to pour cold water on my quarterback. Cold water take? on your quarterback take. I just don't – I don't even look at quarterback – like, if there's an anomaly where you're sitting there in the fourth round and Josh Allen's still available, maybe you reach and take him. But I just don't – I don't like even looking at the quarterbacks. Sometimes the draft will dictate this, and you're like, well, I have my eyes on – if you're missing out on the top one or two guys that are clearly the best, and if you're not going in with the strategy of taking one of those guys – it's not even an issue. Like when Josh Allen gets picked, I'm like, ah, I wasn't going after him anyway. But when you start tearing quarterbacks out, that's what I'll do. I'll say, you know what? I want well, just just before you tear him out, one of these three through ten well, guys, I'll take. Well, that's what I'm saying. Before you tear him out, it looks to me that Josh Allen is the the guy. It's almost like a Jonathan Taylor situation where he's the guy, and then the drop off all in the sixth and seventh round. You're looking at Mahomes, Herbert, Brady, Lamar, Hurts, Dak. I'll Burrow. take Jalen Hurts and finish. He'll finish fifth overall. You, you had Jalen Hurts last year, and it didn't work out. Dave, what what <laughs> what about? Look, how many fantasy leagues did you draft a good quarterback in that didn't you didn't? How many leagues did you win last year? Uh, I was in the championship of so one. I don't ask that. I asked how many leagues did you win because it didn't work out for you either. If you took a quarterback, yeah, early. But I was in the play. I made the championship. I made the Dave. Like I'm just stating the facts here. I'm not we were in one. League. I had Dak in every single one of my leagues. We Dak. were in one league together, right? So. To, to judge me saying that, on um, I've had plenty of success and taking quarterback early to me when you only need one, that's the reason. So it's like running backs go at a premium because you need to start two and then a flex, right? Mm -hmm. Receivers go. But in, in terms of quarterbacks, if you list the top 10 or top 12 quarterbacks, then you look at 13 and you're looking at Trey Lance. You're looking at guys like last year, Joe Burrow was going in like the 11th or 12th round. You know, so he's still basically the bottom Stafford, of this where's list. Where's Stafford go? He's not even on this list. 
That's crazy. So that's that my, that's, crazy. that's me pouring the cold water. I'm not saying that. No, you, no, you're you not. It's not that you're pouring cold water. It's just that you could find a lot of value. You late. get value yeah, late at course. quarterback, and that's why I'm like, you know what? In the third round, Josh Allen. What's the difference between Josh Allen and let's say Aaron Jones in round three? Right. Uh, so know. if you have Aaron Jones in round three and you have Josh Allen in round, what running back are you going to get in round twelve? That's the equivalent of like so you say Quan Barkley. So subtract Josh Allen's. Hey, don't shit on Saquon Barkley. So, so go like this. So shit, Quan Barkley. So sucks. you subtract Josh Allen's point total, or, or um, let's say Jalen Hurts went in like round 10, 12 last year. All right. You take what Josh Allen did last year, and then you take what what Jalen Hurts did. Add subtract Jalen Hurts total from Josh Allen. That's the difference. So if you take a running back in round three, as opposed to Josh Allen, what running back would you get in round twelve? That's gonna Make up that difference. I'm not sure if I'm explaining it right, but I think everybody. I understands think I, the point. I, I think I got what you're talking. That's about. That's why you tear things out. But and yeah, and people tear things out all the time. Um, and, and that's fine. I just think that if you landed a, it, it, er, um, I want to say early, but fourth, I, I want to say late third. If I'm sitting here at the back end of my third, right, and I got if I'm very satisfied with my first two picks, meaning I either went running back, receiver, two running backs, receivers, you could just. Draft for days down the road, yeah, right? And like even guys so if you like start, a let's just say, all right, I'll give you an example. Fifteenth best. I'll 16. give you an example. Just you're the twelfth pick in the draft, and you wind up with your Javante Williams and DeAndre Swift, right? And you're the last pick of the third round, and then first pick of the fourth. You're like you t- trying to tell me that you wouldn't snag Josh Allen right there? No, I'd probably. If first of all, it's not likely that he's going to be there at the end of the third round. Well, according to this thing, he's into the fourth. Well, this is also a ten-team league, but I'm but I'm saying I moved guys down in my head. So well, he's the, it's in the fourth. I'm I'm still not no because okay. at that point I'm I'm desperate for a receiver or two, and then a flex. I yeah, think but those that, receivers are so many. There's so many. Not a number one caliber one. Yeah, but you you can get. You were talking You're about never, numbers before about like subtracting and differences and all that. You can get three number twos. And still get the same production that you would have gotten if you get the one Devontae or the one, you know what I mean? You could stack your boys and still land Josh Allen or a Patrick Mahomes. I really won't put Mahomes in that. I'm still, every single time I've ever reached and took a quarterback early, I've looked at the draft after and been like, fuck. I could have just gotten Joe Burrow in the 12th round or I could have gotten Stafford in the 13th. And that's, that's the reason why. It's like, what player am I missing out on in the third round by taking Josh Allen? The quarterback that I'm gonna get in the 12th the difference is it's just it's in okay to me i've done the math over and over um, i'll never think, take a quarterback I early i think allen is a little bit more versatile in terms of the quarterback position because not only does he you know obviously throw a lot of touchdowns but he's been known to rush for a lot of oh yards yeah no he almost had a thousand yards last I, year. I think that's insane. why i think that's why he moved up into the fourth round because not only do you get the passing touchdowns, but yeah, but you now you're talking about guys like Lamar Jackson too. No, I I know, but not, you at can't this put point, those guys in the category together. You can't put them in the, in the category together. But with that question too, Lamar Jackson might not be throwing the ball as much. I'll even do you in, one better. Like if you take Lamar Jackson or um, or Josh Allen, like Mahomes will go like two rounds later. You know, like Mahomes or is, it, again. I feel like there's a difference between live drafts, like sitting around people, and then 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 computer drafts. Because and then like, well, I, I feel like once the guy goes, like once the Josh Allen's of the world go, it becomes oh shit. All right, if I want a good quarterback, I gotta get one now. And here come the reaches. That's what I think happens all the time, no matter what. Like unless you're in some crazy analytical like. 12 AJs in a league, you know, then you won't take a quarterback until like the 10th round and then it's whatever. You don't care. But I'm saying if you're at my league or at some Joe Angelo's league or whatever, these leagues that I've been in forever, right? And you're looking at this and you're like, well, you know, okay, Josh Allen just went. So I'm going to grab, if I'm like four picks later, I'm like, yo, that's a good chance to grab Mahomes there. So I have my guy going forward as far as my QB1, no questions asked, puts up a 30 or plus. And don't get me started. I saw before, uh, I saw before, I believe Scoop said, if touchdowns, passing touchdowns are six, I'm here to tell you that touchdowns of any caliber need to be six. If you're in a league where you put four point touchdowns, your league is a fraudulent and I hate you. I hate you. Um, I hate you too, Dave. <laughs> Your league rules are, we've you. been through this. They're from like 1910. It's Joe Angelos. Oh, what's, what's, what about him? He, he's um, got a his league. league sucks. I would never. His league is amazing. I would, I would, I would be in the league one there. year and then I would leave because of the scoring. Um, no, I'm kidding. I, I've been in plenty of terrible leagues before. 
What are you looking up? I'm looking up the top 13 quarterbacks right now, and there's not one that I wouldn't take as my starter in fantasy. I, I, all right, here, here's an idea. I got an idea since we have our relationship with hater fantasy sports, right? Are there quarterbacks in the NFL that you're like, no way, no how would I ever draft this guy or have him on my roster? Are there any NFL caliber quarterbacks right now that you would not consider you looking at top 13? I'm talking, is there a guy Watson. that like— well, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, like, is there a guy at yes, quarterback just, and d- draft a Sean Watson and then you won't have him? That's perfect. That's actually perfect. Justin Fields, Fields, but he, even though he might even be decent in fantasy circles this year, how you feel about a guy like? I mean, there's no there's no draftable Pittsburgh Steeler quarterbacks, right? You wouldn't draft Mitch Trubisky. You wouldn't draft Kenny Pickett, right? You might take a flyer on Pickett later, knowing that maybe by week four or five he's the starter, whatever. But like, are there anybody? Is there anybody else in the league? Daniel Jones? Would you like Daniel Jones on your on your team? You know, he's a he's a walking turnover. You know, like right. I don't like that. And he's he, not a walking turnover. You're right. He's a running turnover. No, Whatever the that's case, what he's happens a turnover. When you have a terrible offensive line, but the only Daniel Jones is running and he trips. Oh, oh remember just, that, Mister? Hey, I tripped on the a, twenty yard line. You clown. Hey, show. Nobody said he was the the best athletic quarterback. Yeah, no, but, he's real nimble on yeah, his feet. But it's hard. Like, he's Mariota? like, oh, I got the football. No, don't got the football anymore. He just fumbles like a man. See, like the hater thing is almost has to be a week to week basis. Correct, and that's why they are week to week because it's impossible to do it that way. Because you have to play the matchups and you have to I see agree. a good player that you think is going to suck. So, who, who would I say is like the quintessential hater fantasy MVP champion for this year or MVP this year? Maybe Russ. Ooh, really? Yeah, yeah. I just think. That, Are you sure? I think Russ Bronco might have lost Orange? It a little bit. Let's, Let's go. Right. Maybe you Aaron sure? Rodgers. Right, I feel like Aaron Rodgers has a potential to underperform this year in terms of his draft value. If people are expecting MVP numbers. The way he's done the last two years, maybe, but I just don't see them running. I see them running the ball a lot more this year, and I can't. I, they might be clinging I, to. I know a you know your team more than I know your team, but like I can never see a Aaron Rodgers led team running more. Like well, that boy's going to. They definitely it. ran the ball more more than they are usually did last year. So it was already any, any contri- that is that a contribution to a contribution to a nice two headed monster in Jones and Dylan, or is that they just trying to pigeonhole like? Bro, wait a minute. I you mean, it's a coaching it. philosophy. They, they, I, think Matt I don't LaFleur, think they threw it last because LaFleur, the homeboy won MVP. Yeah, but his numbers were down significantly from the year before. It's just that he doesn't turn it over at all. He's just so smart with the football. But his numbers weren't – I mean, it was a little bit down for everybody last year in terms of passing stats. Not Dak. Great year. Solid year. The, anyway. The only other quarterback I bring up it's is – true. You have uh, yeah. Marcus Mariota in Atlanta, and Atlanta Dak really only largely has... underperformed last year statistically compared to what we expected. I know. He set a record for Cowboys' most touchdowns in a season. Yeah, totally because, underperformed. Yeah, because Trey went through 31 in his career. Now you're bringing career. up shit just to, just to argue. No, I'm like, saying – Like, he didn't underperform. Bro, he actually had a really good season. Like, a really fantasy? good season. I'm talking – we're talking about fantasy football My right man, now. I went to the championship in a, in, a, in a league because of Dak Prescott scoring 35-40 a game. I had Dak in two leagues. I didn't go to the championship. Well, you so, wants to draft the shit. I won't, so, I won't talk <laughs> about the quarterbacks I drafted. He led my team because uh, the quarterbacks I drafted were. I went to the playoffs. Don't know how. I made are we going to take this kid's money this year? By the way, <laughs> uh, was Jameis Winston, and then Oof. he went down, and then I had Taysom Hill and Ryan Tannehill, and I somehow went to the playoffs. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Good for you. That's awesome. How. That's another one. Ryan Tannehill, very uh, underappreciated. But you lose a guy like AJ Brown, you bring in a rookie, great. But again, how much he might underperform tremendously this Who? year. Tannehill. Yeah, I think and you got be, a guy like Derrick Henry, he'll be like the twentieth best fantasy. He'll be a, the low end number two fantasy quarterback. Mm. Never mind, I checked my team. I, I know exactly how I went to the playoffs. How'd you go to the playoffs? Who Jeff? I had Taylor and Devontae Adams. Well, there you go. <laughs> what league is that? I wanted on that league. Oh my god! What I mean, any five team that's, league? that's standard. I mean, like if you got Jonathan uh, Taylor, if you probably slipped yeah. or eleventh pick, then that's easy. You could get that if you're lucky. I mean, what it pick worked out that way. Uh, let's see. Oh, no, he's digging deep. Sorry. Didn't mean to do that. Um, but anyway, fantasy football obviously sparks conversation time and time again. And, uh, it's, it's time. It's, it's literally time to start doing your research. It's time to start doing some of the other things that fantasy football brings. Again, if you're into a new challenge, there is hater fantasy sports. And that's something that I'm very interested in this year. I, they had one, a soft open, uh, last a couple weeks ago, uh, baseball, I won that, so obviously I'm a guru there. But when it comes to fantasy football, picking the worst player of the week, it's interesting. It's not it's not as easy as it looks. So get on over to HaterFantasySports.com. 
Um, but yeah, so that's our fantasy football jargon for this morning. I'm going to hit you guys all tomorrow with like some crazy Dak Prescott stats in, in terms of his ADP. If you and, can't come up with it he, like that, then it doesn't exist. Well, I mean, you just You're said that you won your league. You told Why? me that you won your league with Dak, and then you said like 20 minutes ago that you. I asked you if you won any leagues. You said, no, I took second. So you didn't win your league with Dak because you took second. So you're I got there, and I split the money. So that's a win for me. Either way. And I didn't get the hardware. That's the only thing. Danny has the trophy on his mantle. <laughs> All right. I, I found well, the so, uh, It's a brotherly split, so I guess you did kind of win. Right. You it was a main event. Money, main but, attractions never happened still, before. Dak underperformed his draft value because I took him early, and he definitely got so he outplayed. So he, he underperformed your draft no, value. No, he underperformed his draft value, his ADP. Like, where people drafted him and then where other quarterbacks were drafted clearly outperformed his draft value. I'm not talking about, like, I think Dak sucks. I would take Dak. When I said I'd take any one of them, Dak was on the list, but I'm just not taking him in the fourth round or fifth round or sixth round. Okay. I had um I had Dak last year, the year before, and that also that ended terribly for me. But that was also because that was the year that he Well, that's what I went into. I went into thinking that I was gonna get like five hundred yards a game. Fifth and in it, touchdowns. Uh let's just see here. Uh, it's about seventh, only seventh in yards. So I mean look, he didn't have a bad year. But yeah, I mean, guys like yardage wise, Derek Carr, Joe Burrow, Stafford, they all put up bigger it numbers. Was, yeah, it's it's I'm just saying he underperformed his draft value. That's Dak's it. still the guy. That's it. All right. There he is. Yeah, Danny finally chiming in, coming in uh, out of left field. Basically, knowing that we're talking about championship value, <laughs> championships, he's got the mantle. Uh, he's got the trophy on the mantle. Well, I'm taking it back this year, baby, bro. Sorry. It's coming home. Literally, again, sort of just going back to dad's house. So, I mean, that's usually where it stays anyway. Um, but anyway, that's the show today. Um, fantasy yeah. gets the blood it does. flowing. It does. Right? And that's why it's, you know what it is? It's not just fantasy. It's just football. Yeah. Football does this to every, well, I can't say everybody. It's just me and Gooch. <laughs> like, it does it to us. I don't know how uncomfortable people feel at home when we start going at it. But again, it's all. Oh, God. It's all. Get God. over it. What the fuck. <laughs> In any event, we want to thank you guys for joining. Please like the video as you're watching this. It helps us out tremendously. We have ourselves another uh, busy day today. Tomorrow, we're going. I told Madison I get to take her on a field trip. Uh, where are we going, Madison? Costco. Costco! We're going to Costco to shop for the barbecue on Sunday. We're excited. I hope you guys can all make it out. I actually uh, invited a couple more people last night when I got my plates finally for my car. I was It was May. To, it, my temporary plates on my new car... Ended on like uh, Memorial Day, and I was just like, "Yeah, I'll get my plates." And I just, I just every time, never, never, never had time. I just never had that gold card. I do have that gold card. I do. So shout out to Mike Harris, my man, uh, who, by the way, is providing tables and tents and all that stuff. So shout out to everybody getting involved with the party. We're really excited about it. It's getting closer. It's a couple days away. Uh, weather's looking great. So be sure to come on down, have a good time, drink some beers, eat some hot dogs and hamburgers and pizza, because ultimately I will be ordering pizza. If there is no pizza truck, there will be a pizza delivered to Merrill Park. Plenty of pizzas delivered to Merrill Park. I'll do that myself if I have. To. I mean, I'm gonna have to. I well, can't. Yeah, who the, I don't think anybody's gonna be. I think. Like, my, oh, I wonder if Dave wants a slice right now. Let me order a pie. <laughs> <laughs> I think Barry is bringing. Uh, bonus mom Barry's bringing uh, the pretzels. Those pretzel dishes from Pretzel Factory, the greatest invention maybe of all time. Like who who decided to do that? First of all, they they started at the movies. And I'm like, wow, these are amazing. And then Pretzel Factory was like, hold my beer. I'm about to make this whole thing a franchise. <laughs> you put Pretzel Factory over Auntie Anne's? Auntie Anne's no. is fantastic. Auntie Anne's gets me sick a lot. Oh, you know why? Because I eat the Auntie Anne's and then I get like the the pure cup of sugar that's known as their strawberry lemonade. I'm just like, this is amazing. And yeah, they're like, I'm like, the pretzel oh, fuck. You ever get like, the? You ever really want to get gross? I know Dave's out on this one, but get like the those disgusting pretzel hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know what's worse? Have you ever? Has any of us? And I haven't. I've not done this. Have any of us been intoxicated enough to go to 7-Eleven and get a hot dog or a slice of pizza at the end of the night? Slice of pizza, definitely. Hot yeah. dog, no fucking shot. <laughs> no, not I, a 7-Eleven. I've, I've, never, I've never gotten a hot dog, but I've, oh I've probably gotten a God. slice of pizza once or twice. Definitely. Oh, slice. Can say. Definitely no hot dogs, though. The only hot dog that I'm eating is burnt <laughs> on my own AJ Bascone. This is how serious it gets. He goes, I will off a small village for some pretzel bites right now. So that's how good pretzel bites are. I used yeah, to, the anti that's why cinnamon, when I, cinnamon, ray, uh, cinnamon sugar. 
Dude, they're, they're just a heart attack and just stomach ache <laughs> waiting to happen. But it's funny because every time we you go, go to the, the movie, mall just for the pretzels. By the way, you can add that. I'm pissed. My mom took out all <laughs> Madison, my Madison, you can add that to our field trip. We're going to go to the mall after Costco and get any ends. <laughs> Sounds the, good. By the way, that's what we're going to do. Jimmy's talking about a tuna sandwich from <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> that is by far. Oh, my God. That is rough times we're not really to do that. Good. Tuna that, sandwich and a hard boiled egg from <laughs> 7-Eleven. Oh, my God. You're just asking for it. Yeah, dude, that is not... That point, I am not well even thinking about it. At that point, it. I'd rather buy one of those freaking Lunchables over that crap. <laughs> I mean, Lunchables. sign me up. I'll eat a Lunchable I mean, yeah, right hey, now. The, the pizza Lunchables. Dude, I, I think I was the fantastic. only one. And maybe because I had the Lunchables at home, uh, that like I actually put them in the microwave and like melted the cheese. Some psychopaths out there are literally just putting the paste of the cheese and then just sprinkling on the little mozzarella and they're just eating it as is. I was like, no, man, melt oh, the yeah. goddamn I, cheese. I don't know who would do that. <laughs> you did too? What? Or, or are you just making fun of me? No, I uh, I did not heat it up in the microwave. I meant I I was the person that just ate it without melting Oh, you're anything. a psychopath. Disgusting. What, what, what am I going to do? I'm sitting at the lunch table with a, with a pizza lunch Have your mom table. or dad cook them and then put them in a Tupperware. No, I'm kidding. That's not how I did it. <laughs> I only got a chance to enjoy Lunchables as like an older kid when I was like making my own lunch at home, I guess. And that goes along with um, the Elios in the microwave. An older kid that, so you mean an adult? <laughs> Well, Scoop still eats Lunchables. So you definitely <laughs> are you in the chat? You mean adult, right, Dave? Like I'm when an I was adult. an older kid when I wasn't in school anymore, and I was able to eat lunch at home during the day. So an adult, Dave's eating Lunchables as an adult. <laughs> All right, that'll do it. <laughs> that'll do that it. My good. adult ass is taking myself back to business, and we will. Uh, cover all this so tomorrow on the show we're gonna do a mock draft for the nfl <laughs> i'm kidding i'm sure there'll be more uh stuff we'll have the results of game four which again um if you, you want <laughs> results of game four of the stanley cup playoffs Colorado smacks tampa in game four tonight are you, he's Ooh. looking at me like he I looked at you yeah. dead in the eyes. Stone yes. cold killer. That's, you saw that? That's for the that's for the crickets. Do you want to bet on the game so I could actually care? You want to bet on the no, game? I don't want to. No, take I don't do that. He's I have like an intern. I don't have, I don't have two pennies to scrape together. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, NHL game four goes down tonight. The Yankees back in action. Mets back in action. All that's happening. Oh, you know what? Tomorrow. The NBA draft is actually happening. So we'll talk about the NBA draft, some mocks that are going out there. If the Knicks are going to make that big push to get to the top four or five of the NBA draft, they've been rumored to do that or to be looking into doing that. So we'll get into that tomorrow. So again, for Sturch, Gooch, Nick, and Madison, it has been another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. We will see you guys tomorrow. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.